Welcome back to Mindful Escape, the podcast that inspires you to live your best life. My name's Leighton Dewitt and I'm your host. And today we have Amelia Yander on the show. Amelia is a energy healer and she came from a business consulting world. So quite the transition. And in this episode, you're going to hear about the huge leap that she took where she completely moved the country that she was living in with her son and started a business in a country where she didn't speak the language. And it was just a huge leap. She took risks and overcame her fears to live a life that she truly wanted to lead. And obviously that came with its ups and downs, which we'll talk about through the episode. But this is really exciting. So listen closely and we'll jump straight in. Emilie, thank you for coming on to Mindful Escape. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Leighton. Um, thank you for inviting me. Well, a um, little bit about myself. I am. Um, I work full time now with quantum therapies, which is basically a mix of of channeling, healing modalities, teachings, training people how to mainly take care of themselves, healing themselves, growing by their own means. Um, that is what um, what was actually also what what drove me to change my my life and my career because that's it that's what we what we are going to talk about right in in, in, in inspi- inspiring changes so I was um, I did start in uh, in Denmark back in Denmark I was training. Um, management ma- managers and uh, better communication uh, with the team, motivational um, um, tools for for better performance and so on. And I was already then I was just very interested in sneaking in the uh, the intuitive approach. So even though I was in, um, in in the corporate world, you know how it is, it's very square, straight, serious, and um, alongside using the, 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 the training tools, we, we did use um, personality tests and so on. Um, I always made a point of you need to listen to yourself, you need to to um, to follow your your heart you need to listen to your intuition who 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 are you how do you you need to grow if you want to grow your people if you want to grow your team you need to grow yourself and so on yeah. so um yeah that's my um my uh short introduction yeah. you want me to say something else no that's good <laughs> so thank you firstly and what I'd like to jump into. So it was kind of a, a management consulting type work you were doing and mm-hmm. you were bringing in this kind of intuitive feeling that you had. Have you had that your whole life or is that something that came later on or where did this intuition come from? So I was uh, since 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 little, since child, I was very intuitive and very dreamy and um, always interested in all all everything mystical, magical, uh, different from from other worlds. Um, so I had that with me, and I saw I I 
I, I, I had visions. Uh, I had premonitions. Of course, I didn't know what to do with them. And um, and I wanted to be like everybody else, but I wasn't. I was very sensitive, so I was very. You know, I I, I cried. I was. I just remember I was crying, crying the the almost the entire of my childhood because I couldn't understand why people are so mean. Uh, you know why why they treat each other the way they do. Um. So so I had that, and I saw that as a burden, of course. And I tried to fit in. You know, as as everybody like me. We we just tried to 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 live like most normal, more normal life. And um, intuition was when I when I started um, studying, I studied business intelligence and uh, information science, knowledge management, and so on. Um, then later on, I went into into leadership development and management consultancy and and. Already then, already with the with the information science, um, when I studied semantics, I could see okay, aha, you know, there is there is something much more to it. And I I read studies of of um, uh, decision makers who were using intuition. There was very very few studies at that time. And um, and I thought this is what I want to bring in because that, of course, that interests me as somebody like me. You know, they they listen to their intuition. So I um, I wrote a paper with with a colleague of mine um, at that time also uh, intuition in decision making in organizations, mm-hmm. and we presented it at at one conference it was Nordic Nordic something conference. For 500 people, I think, um, only. And um, it was, you know, that was kind of, that was it. Not much happened after that, after, afterwards. I just use it, used it in my work. And I could see that people, even the directors, even the, the decision makers, they, they responded very positively to my coaching. Said, oh, yeah, 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 of course I use intuition, you know, but I, I don't talk about it, of course. That was kind of a, a little secret. <laughs> uh, ch- lots changed since since then. Lots. I can. I'm so happy to see. You know, people are much more open about about different way of perceiving and deciding and so on. Yeah. So I did use it uh, at work, but in in more subtle way. And uh, and the 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 big change for me happened when um, I was challenging people on, oh, you need to follow your heart. You need to do change. If you're not happy, just take the risk. Just do what you want to to do. What your intuition tells you, follow your heart. And I realized that I I wasn't really doing that myself. Mm. And and then I had a little intermezzo in Italy, in Rome for two years. When I came back to Denmark, to Copenhagen, I I knew I can't continue living like that. Yeah. So that was the first step to to huge changes in my life. Yeah, I can imagine it's quite difficult being in that corporate world and trying to not necessarily push, but encourage people to follow their heart and their gut. We. You said a lot of people were 
open to the idea and they said that they did listen to their heart and their gut and followed their instincts but did you come up against any conflict as well never with my clients um on one-to-one never uh in groups when i was training groups there was always one skeptic in the group (laughs) there always is and um who challenged me i couldn't help i couldn't help not talking about intuition and following the heart and listening to the body and how do you how how do you know what is intuition and what is not and what is fear and so on and there were always some skeptics so uh, so i i did have a uh, um, hard time sometimes because I, I couldn't really you know when you have really hardcore skeptic you can't really come i wasn't prepared come with some hardcore um um uh, facts on no but intuition Israel, you can't say that. Mm. Yeah. So when you um, you went on this trip and you came back to Copenhagen and you said there was a, a moment that you realized you weren't really following your heart, did something yeah. happen or what was it that made you have that realization? So uh, I came back, you know, when you're in Rome, you live in Rome and it's the culture is so different from the danish nordic culture because in rome it's it's really like dolce vita which is which is the prevalent prevalent uh, mood and um i got used to this this slower pace and enjoying life just by sharing a meal and enjoying the meal and talking about meal <laughs> talk about uh, the beautiful pasta um it's it it got really i could feel that it was so good to my for my soul for my system slowing down sensual it's very sensual there in rome and coming back to copenhagen you you get very quickly into that structured um like in our you know in in all the north of Europe, um, mm-hmm. it's it's very structured, uh, planned. Uh, there is not much space for um, for um, just you know uh, doing whatever you want to do in the moment because because you do need uh, appointments. You have to make even with friends to go out. You you need to book book you know certain events in in the calendar in advance and. And I felt uh, I did I did feel strangled. I felt very much constrained mm-hmm. by the the way of living, and uh, of course the weather as well. The weather was it's it's much more depressing. Uh, I got used to to the sun, but I think it was mostly the way of living. I felt uh, <clears throat> that I can't really unfold myself as as much as I could in Rome. I felt freer. I, I felt more freedom. And it might be also, I think it's also because when you change a country, you know it yourself, I guess. You you exit expectations, you know, the, the bubble of 
expectations of how you should live, how you should dress, how you should behave. And then you move to another country. You have no idea about their unwritten rules. So you're just yourself. You're much more yourself than you are maybe in, you know, the programmed, pre-programmed way. So I love that. I loved it. I felt I was in a bubble of my own bubble of freedom. I wasn't following any rules. And that fits me so well. So, um, so I felt I need to. I need to go back. I need to change. Um, but then I saw I had my uh, my children. My son was eleven at that time. My daughter was already nineteen, so she wanted to stay in Denmark. She had her friends and studies and so on. But I, I thought I, I need to change, and. Um, I didn't want to go to Italy and uh, to return to Italy. I thought maybe something more, you know, a country that is more, a little bit more structured than Italy. Okay. So you had made the des- this decision that you were going to change your life. You were hmm. going to follow your heart more and do something that aligned with you. Yes. So did you go straight into healing then? And starting your own business or what was the transition there so the transition was um since i i decided it will be france south of france because it's it's um it's still mediterranean but a little bit more more structured for my son and uh because i didn't speak french at all spoke zero um i thought maybe you know, I can't really start with, with the business of uh, of of healing or consultancy because because I don't speak the language and I, I knew that French don't speak much much English either. So I thought maybe transition could be um, art. I love art, and I just very very naively thought I will open a an art gallery. It must be easy. I love art. <laughs> I love it. I can speak very well about art, so I can surely sell, sell art. And I started planning. I connected with wonderful artists. I um, um, I prepared for, for the trip. I prepared some months in advance to to what am I going to do and where and, and, and so on. But uh but the reality if i knew what was waiting me i I would probably have never never done that yeah Mm. what um what was the biggest challenge for you the biggest challenge for for moving i mean i i i basically i just packed my little car with uh with some personal belongings and my my son and came to absolute completely unknown area with no gallery, no nothing yet. I had absolutely no idea what I'm gonna, how I'm going to to do what I wanted to do. And uh, so the biggest challenge was was the 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 insecurity about is this going to work out? What 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 am I doing? You're stepping up into the complete unknown you don't even speak the language you you know nobody <laughs> so 
it was the the complete unknown and the the doubting i knew somehow i well i followed my heart i knew this is what i have to do if i don't do this i will be slowly dying my soul will be dying back in denmark so i have to so i i i knew i can't stay i have to go but it was not easy i had a lot of nightmares before where i could wake up in the middle of the night a uh, lot of fears facing a lot of lot of fears insecurities but i did it anyway and and uh, never regretted it never it's amazing i just yeah i love it and yeah i can imagine there's so much doubt there's so much that you're not prepared for because you just don't know <laughs> and <laughs> and i can imagine anyone listening to this now thinking i mean maybe you thought it at the time like what am i doing why am i doing this and why am i taking such crazy risks mm-hmm. um and but you continued with it anyway you followed your heart you did it and i guess for me when i think about taking risks like this and looking back i always think oh it turned out okay in the end no matter how stressful or crazy or whatever it was at the time it turned out okay yes and i really like that you talked about the soul slowly dying because very often we get caught in a lifestyle and i know from experience as well where you're doing the same thing day in day out you're uninspired by life you don't really know why you're doing what you're doing it's just making ends meet and you know deep down there's something else out there and you just yes. went for it i love yes. it yes 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 and it's it's incredible the um the reward is just you know plentiful how do you say it in in proper english I and mean, it's it's incredible because you when you challenge yourself like this and you overcome your fears and which are deepest fears it's it's they are very very deep coming with all the self doubt as well <laughs> who am i and am i capable and you know all these um when you overcome these fears you can do it again and again and again and you know any other fears coming are coming along the way any other changes um in in life they become smaller and smaller the fear becomes smaller and smaller because you you already you have the you have the uh, the formula okay i know i jumped and and i managed I'm still here and actually I'm really you know I'm I'm doing doing well so I can do it again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I had a, a, an experience recently where I made a decision and I thought deep down in my heart I knew it was the right thing to do and I was speaking to a friend and as I was saying it out loud I was saying to him sometimes I wonder if I've just lost my mind when I make these decisions mm-hmm. I'm like letting go of the safety net essentially but mm-hmm. i know deep down it's what i need to do and once you've as you said once you've done it it becomes so much easier to do the next challenge and overcome that next fear and when you were going through that stage yourself how did you find managing your belief system because i found that to be quite an obstacle having lived life to life a certain way for so long and then overcoming those limiting beliefs of I can't do this. I've not done this before. I've never lived like this. 
So um, <clears throat> I think that I have, I, I've been always naturally, you know, adventurous. So I, I liked, I, I always like trying new things and um, challenging myself in smaller, smaller, smaller way. But I liked, I never liked being restricted by fear. I felt, I, I'm, I'm, I love freedom. I, I think I'm a freedom seeker. I'm a free, I, I, I don't like to be restricted by anything or anyone. Um, so um, I think that my beliefs, um, if I understand well your question is, um, it just reinforced the belief that yes, we do need freedom to that, that it's such a high value for me. And, you know, I think generally people, some people are not aware of it, but I think the, the, the freedom to, to think, to, to, you know, to, to speak, to do what you decide, what you want to do. I think for me, it's the, one of the highest values completely, totally, that the choice living by my choice, even though maybe I'm, um, maybe I will not manage, maybe I will, you know, I, I because my journey wasn't just like it was, um, you know, afterwards. So I, I had some hard time because I realized running an art gallery and doing healing afterwards, you know, just whatever, how, however I wanted, it wasn't just easy, easy ride. So, um, but it was my doing, it was my choice. And and that's what kept me empowered, I would say. So I don't know if that was your question really, if I answered right uh, your question about the belief uh, system. Yes and no, um, I'll touch on what you said and then I'll rephrase yes. the question I asked yes. because I really like that you talked about values because so many people I speak to, they actually don't know what their core values are and you saying their freedom actually is one of yours and, and one of mine as well actually but when you start realising what your values are and making decisions based on those values, it makes your decision process much easier okay. and then going back to my question about the limiting beliefs, when you have a belief that you can't do something and you need to overcome it, if your values, if you're living in alignment with your values, then obviously you will make decisions that will go in line with that and you won't worry so much about your limiting beliefs. Um, but my question was more around, we have these beliefs that prevent us from doing stuff and for me, my belief system was, oh, I need to have a job. I need to um, live in a certain way. I'm expected to do certain things by my family and the, my friends and people around me. Um, and going against that was obviously quite difficult. And I just wondered if you had anything that you used to overcome your those obstacles, essentially. Um, I, yes, and that was my, yeah, because I had also, had, I had my friends in Denmark, everybody also said, well, you're crazy. Why would you, why would you do this? And with, with, with your son, 
even, even there, I mean, what are you doing to him? You know, you will put him to French school and he will, you know, he doesn't speak uh, French either. And, you know, all these sort of, so I, I didn't have anyone supporting my decision. My son did. That was astonishingly, he wanted to move to France as well. Uh, but um, I think that I had my tool was my trust in um, in uh, that's interesting. I'm saying actually basically in myself, even though I didn't trust myself <laughs> at that time, I was very I was very insecure whether I can make it or not but somehow it was trust in my higher self it was trust in in um, in my guides the universe um, in life I, I guess there there must have been a trust not necessarily in my my capabilities but in it's gonna work out mm. so my intuition I I just knew it's it's gonna be okay yeah but so, then my my human self was of course coming with all these yeah but what if so it was the the ego was was asking a lot of negative questions but but the core my higher self i had trust that it's it's going to be okay yeah so good what would you say i'm sure there were lots of lessons that you learned along the way was oh, yeah. there one or two main lessons that have stuck with you that have had a real impact on your life? Um, there were many. Um, I think that it's, uh, the lessons probably goes, uh, go along with the, with the building even more on that trust uh, towards myself and towards what I believe in and what I work with because I do work with quantum healing um, I do channel energies I do channel um, our guides I, I, I do um, readings in Akashic Records so you know for me it's it's if I'm not able to apply that myself I um, my teachings are not really um, authentic, or um, you know, it's a little bit hypocrite. So I'm, I, I preach. I tell people, well, trust your higher self and connect with your higher self because it shows you where to go. And then if I don't do it myself, it it's it's not okay for me. So I think for me, developing. Um, closer relationship with my higher self and with my cosmic self with with the energies i work with the am amazing beings um i work with um which we call invisible from other dimensions that was actually that was the biggest lesson because uh, my 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 challenges forced me to 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 be more and more connected because I couldn't really, I, I I I couldn't really rely on on the three D world. I didn't know anybody in the beginning. I 
I didn't know the system. I did. I was just like swimming, you know, in unknown waters. So I had, I had the other guidance. I had my guidance, and so that relationship got deeper and deeper and deeper. And I guess that was the biggest, the biggest lesson of you don't have to ever worry, ever. If you align, if you're aligned with your heart, if you're aligned with your essence, who you really are. And with your path, you follow your intuition, you follow where you are, you are brought to be or guided to be. You don't have to worry because everything will align. And and that that was the biggest, biggest, biggest lesson, practical lesson. I knew that, that it's how it works. I knew that with my uh, my uh, my mind i knew that in my body but this was really a confirmation practical confirmation throughout yeah, yeah my life such a, a powerful lesson and a powerful message as well to really align everything in your life yeah do, do you have any advice for anyone that's listening really that's trying to find more alignment in their life, what kind of things can they start doing to bring that into practice, essentially? I um, I have to say, um, I have two things which, which I found the most powerful tools I ever worked with both my, on myself, of course, and with my clients. And one is activating light body, activating their light body. There, it's called Merkaba as well, Merkaba or light body. Because um, with, with the activation, you can, uh, you can do everything. You're completely autonomous. You can heal yourself at many levels, emotional, mental, physical. You can uh, transport yourself uh, throughout the dimensions. Uh, Merkaba is for me, it's a must uh, in our ascension, as we call it ascension, whether it's, you know, whatever we see in it. For me, it's really dimensional, um, dimensional um, change and so that one, but that one needs some guidance, uh, which I do teach, by the way. And the other one, which is for me prerequisite to every other teachings or any other tools is really the alignment with the heart, with our own heart, really meditating on on the heart, on the center of the heart. I and mean, if you can, in your meditation, you can also have a look on my, I have YouTube meditation, heart connection meditation. Uh, aligning with the center of your heart, which is both energetic heart and physical heart. There is everything there. Throughout the heart, you you speak, you connect with, with, uh, with, higher dimensions with mother earth with you know other people uh, it's 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 there it's everything is there not real. and there of course then you can uh, develop you can you know do uh, um, 
uh, align your your heart frequency with your brain frequency with that you can program your day you can program your life you can create you can there's so much you can do but the basic is really the heart connection and mm -hmm. training that it's not easy from the beginning maybe sometimes when people are not used to meditating but for me it it happens quite quite quickly especially when you when you create the physical um uh physical you give a signal with you know putting your your left hand to your chest to your heart you immediately send a signal okay aha we are focusing there we are focusing on the heart yeah very powerful yeah no that's great i'll um if you can send me your links to the youtube i'll put that in the show notes so anyone who wants to give it a try can i do. will before we finish up, I had one last question. Yes. If you were to give some advice to your younger self, um, I'd like to go back to the point where you were still working in that corporate world. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're, you were working with your intuition, but obviously you're still in a very fixed mm -hmm. way of living. What kind of advice would you give to yourself at that stage? I would say just jump. Don't think about it, just do it. It's like, it's, it, it reminded me very much of, um, I got challenged by my son one, uh, by my son once. We live near to, to a mountain river, beautiful, um, very cold river with huge jumps, you know, stone, huge stones. And there is one jump, which he knew, a seven meter jump, a very narrow, actually narrow uh, passage. And uh, because I, li I like being challenged, I said, of course I will do it. And of course, you know, and I, I, I just, I got there and I looked down <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was just going like that for 10 minutes. I was standing there, I think my heart beating very fast and my son, I'll do it, mom, but just jump, don't think about it. And I did, and I, I realized that really you, you just you just have to stop thinking. If you have that that um, that drive that the the heart is telling you go there, don't think too much because you can't you you just can't uh, brain yourself into possible danger or possible situation you just can't everything will go anyway completely differently mm -hmm. so yeah i would i would have said just 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 do it jump don't think don't over don't analyze yeah i love it it's great advice <laughs> thank you so much for sharing and thank you so much for coming on today thank you really so lovely. much thank you thank you thank you and there we have it. Thank you so much for listening. The biggest takeaway for me was around following your heart. And we hear it all the time and it's so cliche, but if you really think about it, we always get caught in our own minds. We get in our own way and we stop ourselves from doing the things we really want to do in life. And when Amelia said at the end, just jump, it really resonated with me. For those of you that know my story, I didn't think about the decision I was making when I left London. I just decided I had to do it. And when you're living in alignment, you're following your heart, you trust your gut and your intuition, you stop overthinking about things and you just make decisions, 
you'll know that things will just turn out okay in the end. And no, of course, it's not always going to be easy. You have to overcome these limiting beliefs. You have to overcome these obstacles and these challenges. But you'll be living a life on your terms. And in the end, it's worth it in the end. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you share it with a friend on social media. And I'll see you same time next week. Thanks for listening.